Welcome to the For the Girl podcast. Join best friends Mackenzie Wilson and Mackenzie Baker from Delight Ministries as they talk about all things relationships, faith, and, well, girls. This podcast is for the girl expectant for her future, for the girl who is ready to grow, and for the girl who needs some honest answers. Get ready, because this is for you. Hello, everybody. We are back season two coming at you better than ever guess who's back mac and ken's predictable i know but this time it's mostly just gonna be us which is pretty fun you know we're just making it all about us (laughs) oh not really not really no we seriously learned so much from season one of the for the girl podcast Honestly, we had no clue what we were doing. We had no idea. And every single week was us sitting in chairs with terrified looks on our face, trying to pretend like we knew what we were doing. And through all that, I feel like now we're ready to truly take on the podcast and just like, you know, really go for it. Are you ready for that? I am ready for it. I'm ready to be more myself. I mean, if... Any listener was in the room last time when we were recording, you would have seen Mac and I just staring at the wall in one place. Seriously. Making sure we were well-spoken. So this is going to be a little more unfiltered, a little more fun. Yeah. And I got to admit, like, you know, first season, we were talking all about the dating quiz and the dating personalities. And I don't know if you guys would know this, but Kent and I are not that much of experts when it comes to dating. We really tried to be, but we really don't know what we're talking about in that area. And so this season, we're going to try to talk about some topics that we're a little bit more confident in and we're like excited to talk about. And we think that it's going to really bring new energy and life and excitement. And I'm pumped. Me too. As much as we like talking about boys, they can get a little bit old. So we are just excited to talk about Jesus. Yes. The things that really matter. So to kick it all off, I thought we would introduce them the new like segment that the we're new doing. Segment. Yeah. We have a segment. That's cool. Yeah. I'm so excited about it. Ken's and I, too. we were talking, we were like, okay, we want something that can really tie together all the episodes. Like it's an opportunity for us to share about our week and to also really share who we are and kind of what we're all about. So we are pumped to introduce you to our new segment called Mac and Ken's Mess Up. Mac and Ken's Mess Up. <laughs> we are really excited. So basically every single week we're going to share a big mess up that happened. It's going to be tough to choose. Because it's going to be, we mess up a lot, like mm-hmm. major mess ups within like the organization where we just totally did something wrong. Uh, our personal personal lives. I mean, literally everywhere. I always tell people like, I know people probably look at us and think, oh my goodness, they have their lives together. They're 26 and they've started a ministry and it's their full-time job. So they must just be so organized and productive. No, But everybody who knows us knows (laughs) that we are kind of walking train wrecks. I mean, (laughs) I mean, you guys are going to hear some shocking mess ups. You Mm -hmm. literally won't believe it. You won't believe that we are still alive slash delight is still running. It's going to be pretty good. Yes. Um, Okay. So I wanted to start. We have two this week just because we really wanted to like hit it hard, you know, like give you a really good idea of how we mess up. Okay. Okay. I'm looking at the scene of the crime for your most recent mess up. Across the street in our office is Kroger, the grocery store. And we're there all the time. Like I think I go to Kroger three times a day. We also go to Kroger when you have to go to the bathroom and you don't want to like do it at the office if you know what I mean middle of the office and so <laughs> there's a bathroom at Kroger that's upstairs it's very hidden it and is clean if somebody, I gotta say it is. I mean they must clean that thing every time we go yeah and if somebody's at Kroger for a long time you know what's going down <laughs> yeah but anyways this time so I mean we're usually in a hurry I'm always like Mac let me go grab a quick snack we're snack queens over here mm, a little bit mm-hmm. of everything all the time pacing our snacks throughout the day anyways <laughs> I was like I'm gonna go run a get a snack really quick was this on a fast day I don't know it must have been because why else were you getting a protein shake <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. That's another story for another time. We got to talk about our fast days another time. We okay. will. We actually, it's more serious now, but we fast every Tuesday mm-hmm. together and it's our time to like really pray over delight and the things he's doing in the ministry and we love it it's such a good way to connect with the Lord but I will say we we don't cheat on our fast but like <laughs> we cross some <laughs> we lie we really push it's, the boundaries yes we yes. push the boundaries mm-hmm. hence the protein shake <laughs> okay yes yeah, so you're at Kroger. okay so I'm at Kroger probably starving as we know now and I'm just like running through the ads I'm like got the protein shake I know you exactly had a where phone it is call in like five minutes too. yes yeah. I know exactly where the where the protein shake is because we go there all the time go to the protein shake grab the protein shake go to the self-checkout because I am fire in those self-checkouts you guys like I can check out so fast <laughs> it's crazy so card boom pin boom it's like so fast so I get to the thing and I'm like lining. I go to the self-checkout. I scan my protein (laughs) shake and realize I (laughs) scan my protein shake while somebody was checking out their own groceries. So like, what did he do? He was like doing his lettuce, this, that, and I just go, wham. (laughs) He was so caught off guard. I mean, what did he do? I didn't mean to. I didn't know he was there. I was just so focused. And so, I mean, it wasn't cool. Like, he thought I was stealing from he him. He thought that, like, he, he thought you were I was trying, just to, trying get to get him sneak to get in there. Yeah. Your protein shake. Like, for all he knew, I was going to sprint out the door. Okay. So, I, like, turned to him and I am like, Sir, I had no idea you were scanning oh too. I was like, I am so, so sorry. And he was like, Get the lady, get the check, get the helper, oh, you he, know. He wasn't happy. No, he was I like, mean, let's honestly, take this off my bill. if somebody would have done that to me, I think I would have been like, <laughs> oh, I'll buy it. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, he wasn't cool with it. So I was just like, wow. apologizing. Was it a scene in Kroger? It was like kind of a scene just because I overcompensated. And I was like, like, I'm yelling. so sorry. Yeah. yeah. And then like I turned around to like go <laughs> to the other checkout thing. And like I was still like in a hurry and like. I literally ran into another girl and I was just oh like, I goodness. need to run out of this Kroger. <sighs> it was a scene, I'm hot guys. just thinking about I it. I mean, I can't get over yeah. it. You know, those moments where like, so I run quite a bit and usually on my runs, I reflect upon my days. And like sometimes when things like go really bad during the day, I run and I'm like, almost like, I'm just like talking out loud. I'm like, ah, oh, ding, 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 ding. I've been Do you doing use that, that word? over and over. Yes. <laughs> Clean language. Clean language. Always. Yes. But I have been doing, I can't get over this one. I hope I never run into that man That is so good. Wow. Are you, have you seen the lady at Kroger that like fixed the problem? She was kind of on my side. Oh, she thought it was funny. We had seen each other a lot. Yeah. She knows my like hurriedness when I go through this. Wow. It's all good. So good. So good. It feels good to get off my chest. Okay. Yeah. Now the whole world knows how you messed up this week. We've got one more mess up for the Delight fam this week. So... You know, Ken's and I spend every waking moment together pretty much. And we've been at this now eight years of friendship, eight years running delight together, all this stuff. And all throughout our friendship, Ken's has consistently been late to everything that we do, which is like <laughs> yeah. totally fine. Like that's yep. just like who she is. We all accept it. Not we two all minutes know it. late, 15, 15 minutes to 17. Late. Yes. And every Monday morning at 9 a.m., we have a meeting with Ken's and I where we kind of get ready for the week, plan all of our meetings, all this stuff. And so I went on a retreat last week and the retreat was like a super spiritual retreat. It was like really encouraging. I was so amped to get back to Delight this week and like start applying everything that I learned. Yes. And so I get to work on Monday morning. I'm sitting, I walk into our office and I'm usually the first one here. I turn on all the lights and I sit down and I'm, I'm waiting for Ken's to come to our meeting. And, um, you know, five minutes pass, 10 minutes pass, 15 minutes pass, 19 minutes. Ken's walks in the door <laughs> at nine nineteen, and she walks in the door and, um, I lost it. <laughs> I mean, I sh- you were not expecting it. I know. I mean, just because I'm late, usually always, and you're just so full of grace, and I walk in. I mean, not this time. No, like, I was so mean. I'm really sorry. I feel very, very guilty about it. But I mean, I was like, all right, let's, uh, 
you know, peppy, got pep in my step. Let's I probably get just burned a hole through you, like yeah. just looked at you like you were like, you, you are the scum of the earth. <laughs> you were like, never be late again. And I was just like, I'm so sorry. Never again. I will never be late again. I will say I took a different tactic this time in our arguments. Like usually I like push back and I'll yeah. be like, Matt, come on. Like, I think it's just because you're going, you know, you just got out of the um, retreat. You're feeling really good. Maybe that's what, like really kind of talking through it. I mean, it was my fault. I'll own up to it. But this but time I was response. just like, I'm so sorry. You're right. Which almost you're made right. me more mad. I was literally like, no, I, know. I need you to like, I know. You were just like, I'll never good. be late again. And I was just so mad at you. And it was a pretty, it was probably one of the the worst fights we've had in a while. Like it yeah. was just. There was no recovering. And then I was like, I was like, there's just like bad juju in here. That's what I said, which I never usually use that word, but I did this time. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to go sit in the other room. And then that, you hated that too. Yeah, that you was annoying like, me too. And so we worked yeah. separately for the whole day and we probably didn't fix it until our fast on Tuesday when we went for a walk and, yes. and talked it out and it was all good. But, yes. you know, that all that to say that we mess up in a lot of ways. We, you know, scan the wrong things at the grocery store and we also get in fights for basically no reason quite often too. Yes. So, yes, every week we are going to be sharing how we mess up and we want to hear how you guys mess up too. So next time you do something absolutely ridiculous, please just, you know, tag us on Instagram at Mackenzie Ray Baker, at Mac Lee Wilson, at Delight Ministries. Tag us on Instagram and share with us the ways that you mess up because I really need that in my day just to see funny like, things that happen. Like we actually want to see it. You guys, Mac and I sit across the table um, at our office and a lot of the times we're just like talking about random stuff and I can see it now just seeing our tags on Instagram and being like, LOL, you dying laughing, one? making our day. We will actually do that. That's real life. So yes, yes. We know we're not the only ones that mess up too. Yes. So we want to see it. Yes. Okay, so I think that next up, we need to tell them about the changes. Yes, what this next like season's going to look, look like. like. Cool. Well, I will try to explain. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> this next season, um, you're actually going to be hearing mostly from Mac and I. Um, we'll have a couple interviews here and there when we feel like it's a subject we want to bring somebody else on. Some Maybe- people are really disappointed now. They're like, shoot more of these girls uh, maybe we'll prove to them at some yeah, point yeah don't give us up on us yet <laughs> yes but it's gonna be really fun and what we're most excited about is that we really just want this season to be number one unfiltered like we want you guys to hear a little bit more of our personalities what like god's like doing and moving in our lives and in our hearts yeah um because that's we feel like God's like telling us things that we want to share with you all. So we're excited for you guys to get a little more unfiltered version of us. But then also, I think what we're both mutually super excited for is to really step into this season of podcasting and really like spiritually challenge Mm -hmm. and mature the people that are listening. I think oftentimes in Delight, we try to keep it really like, welcoming conversation I guess something that's a little bit more um fun lighthearted. but this time we really just want to like have it full of truth and to really challenge our audience to like make change and step up and yeah yeah I feel like God recently has just been really calling both of us deeper in our individual walks with the Lord and through our friendship through our relationship for delight as a whole and um I think that if we are going to be like challenged and we're going to be called deeper, we want to bring you guys right there along with us. Like we don't want to do this alone. And we Mm -hmm. think that I just really believe that, you know, following God and really learning to delight in him is such a fun, cool, crazy journey. But it also takes a lot of sacrifice, a lot of surrender, a lot of hard moments, a lot of trust. Uh And I think as a community, if we all stepped into that together, I mean, what would a year from now look like? Like it could yeah. be crazy cool and crazy beautiful. And so I'm super excited about it. And so just yes. so you know, each of our episodes are still going to follow the for the girl format. So every episode is going to be for the girl who blank. So we're talking about like 
for the girl who wants to be a better friend, for the girl who wants to have more influence, for the girl who um, is tired of her quiet time, for the girl who just had her heart broken, all these different topics. And so we're going to be talking about things that we really feel passionate about and called to talk about, but also want to hear from you guys. Like, what sorts of things do you need to hear? Do you need help in? Do you need encouragement in? Do you need to be challenged in? You can also just shoot us an email, messages on Instagram, anything. We'd love to hear from you guys about what specific topics we can talk about that really matter to you guys. Um, But yeah, I think for especially the beginning of this season and all throughout season two, we're really going to be addressing the things that God has been putting on our hearts. Things that honestly, we're probably right in the middle of. We haven't mastered. We haven't Mm -hmm. like gotten to the other side and are like, wow, we're pros. But things that God Mm -hmm. is really just teaching us and stretching us in and challenging us in. Um, It's mostly going to be Ken's and I talking about it. I mean, this is kind of our life. You're kind of getting invited into our office where we talk about (laughs) these things on a daily basis, but we're just going to do it with microphones and knowing that you guys are going to be listening. Like Ken said, sometimes we'll bring in guests like friends of ours, um, people that have really maybe influenced us in this area or people that just have really cool stories that we want to share with you guys. Um, But it's going to be really casual, really organic, unfiltered, like You're going to get not the best versions of us, probably. You're going to get the real honest versions um, where we're really going to be open about what's really going on in our life. You know, we always say, like, obviously, Delight is centered on this whole thing of vulnerability. And to be honest, vulnerability is still hard for both of us. Mm -hmm. And so we're really going to try to challenge ourselves and um, step into that with you guys so that we can all grow alongside each other. Yes, I love that. Right before this podcast, Mac was laughing about, she goes, if I cry on this podcast, I'm done. She goes, I'm done. No more podcasting. No and, more. I, and then I was like, I don't want to cry on the podcast. <laughs> First one to so, cry. This oh, is, no. We should have like a bet. No, that's bad. We're it's trying sad. to be vulnerable. Yeah, tears aren't here. bad. Tears aren't weak, guys. Yeah. No. If tears come, that's okay. We'll be we fine. We'll be welcoming all good. them. I'm just going to come over there and give you a big old hug. Oh gosh. Okay. We just got to say Ken's and I don't hug. Do you guys have (laughs) friends that like you just don't hug? You know, people that you see every single day, it's weird to like get up and hug them every day. And then it's just been years and years and years of not hugging. So anytime we try to hug now, it's just so weird. It feels so awkward. Yeah. We need to work on that. Maybe we should go to counseling about that. You know? Wow. Okay. Are you ready to step into this? I'm ready. This is our first one, you guys. So give us a little grace here. We are just going after this. So to start this little episode off, we wanted to give you guys a little inside scoop of our lives um, because we were like, okay, you see us obviously on like social media, lame. You see us (laughs) (laughs) writing things on the blog, whatever. You know us as delight like founders, but we want you guys to know our personal lives, what we're like, what our days after work look like, our communities look like, all the things. So First off, we are going to just introduce each other. So I'm going to introduce Mac and Mac's going to introduce me. Okay. And then second to that, we prepared three questions that we are going to ask each other. And these questions are things that we haven't really talked about before together. Mm -hmm. And we also Mm -hmm. don't know the questions that each other is going to ask. So um, this is going to be really unfiltered and fun. Um, And yeah, so let's Let's get started. All right. So drum roll, please. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let me introduce you to Mackenzie Ray Baker, a.k.a. Ken's Baker. You love her. You know her. You're Cali girl. She's from the Calabasas area. That's where the Kardashians live, if you didn't know and you needed to look on a map. And um, (laughs) she is your Cali girl. She loves kale. She loves organic food. She loves the sun. She loves just all things Southern California. I feel like that's really true of you you know you love the Lakers (laughs) (laughs) I pretend to be a Laker fan yes she's a Lakers fan um Ken's is an Enneagram 7 
the enthusiast she truly is she is honestly you are like a textbook seven i am seven yes. with a hard wing eight though because yes. she's also a really awesome challenger she loves to negotiate you maybe didn't know that about cats <laughs> but she really really does it like Fun sets fact. a fire in her soul and like you should see her writing her emails where she's negotiating it's I hilarious am good at emails Ken's has a dog named Kobe. He's a Doberman. He's huge. And He's named after Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant, because you're such Laker a big fan. Lakers fan. Not really. <laughs> um, My sister named the dog. <laughs> yes. Kobe's so cute. He's like goofy and big, but he looks really scary. So like all these like big, strong men are always like, I love your dog. And Ken's, yeah. you know, little Ken. She's always like, thanks. <laughs> um, but Ken's loves to run. She's like, casually running like 20 miles on the weekends just like fun her and Kobe she listens wow. to podcasts and I almost always get some sort of like text or phone call where she's come up with some new idea that she wants to implement in delight and I'm always like whoa slow down I think about <laughs> I, everything it's Saturday I don't need to hear this right now <laughs> um and then one more thing about Ken's is um she always is changing her interests like Ken's is very passionate about things but they're always changing so like <laughs> We're very passionate about, you know, entrepreneurship one second. And then the next second, we're very passionate about self-care. And then we're very passionate <laughs> about like yoga. And then we're very passionate about like some podcasts. I don't know. It's always sure. changing and it's hard to keep up, but it's really great because Ken's has this ability to like act like she's an expert on things she really knows nothing about, mm. but you really own it and you really step into it. And it's something that I truly admire about you. Wow. Are you saying the truth? Do you think that characteristic is more annoying or more? Okay. Yeah. Sometimes it's annoying. Uh, but most of the time I love it. It's great because you're easy to like convince to love something. Sure. I changed like, my opinion yeah, really. Easily. Yeah. Like I can easily convince yeah. you to be on board with whatever I'm into. For so, sure. but sometimes it is like, whoa, yeah, <laughs> I'm exhausted. You just like, need me to stay on, <laughs> stay on track. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yes, that's okay. Mackenzie, Ken's Baker. That's good. Okay, wow. Thanks for the compliments. I am cool. Basically. No. <laughs> okay, so Mackenzie Lee Wilson. Let me, when I just said your full name, you, it reminded me it. of My your artist past. Is. And she used to be a country singer you know, in high school and short period of time in college. And she didn't stop because she was unsuccessful. She was a crowd favorite, <laughs> but <laughs> <Was I? laughs> she stopped because God was calling her to new things. So pretty much wow. she was a celeb. You can find her music on Spotify, Mac Lee Wilson or Mackenzie Lee? What, what exactly did you go by? <laughs> Mackenzie Lee Wilson. Mackenzie yes. Lee Wilson. Yes. So you, it is on Spotify. It's very embarrassing, but you know, why not? So Mackenzie, other than her, you know, beautiful voice, she <laughs> also is super smart. She was valid Victorian. <laughs> <laughs> is that how you say it? Valedictorian. Yes. Ken's always calls it Valley Victorian. I don't know how you to say it. You cannot say that word. I clearly you word. were not. I no, was trying different. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but she was that and mm -hmm. she's very smart. Um, I always am following up about that though. I'm like, so how many people went to your high school? Uh, how did you get that? <laughs> you trying to disqualify yeah, her a like, little bit? A jealous. Okay. Um, but yeah, so she's super smart. So Mac, Mac has a dog too. Her name's Rosie. Mm -hmm. Mac's dog is very crazy, mm -hmm. very much not trained. Mm -hmm. um, this is true. That is okay. She's cute. She's very cute. She looks like a small black lab. Um, Mac is, is a, she likes to box a lot. So okay. Mac has a very balanced lifestyle. She like eats very healthy. She boxes. I just feel like you've got, in a lot of ways, it's like your life's a little crazy, but you also are like, you, you have your things, like you yeah. set things. Like you've been, you had a boxing membership for like over a year, right? Which is a long time to keep a membership. Like, I feel like three years. I yeah. actually just ended Whoa. it. But yeah, I had but it for a long like time. But you yeah. on things. Like this I know true. like what she's doing, like in the morning, most likely she's waking up, reading a Bible, making a cup of coffee. Like she's very routine true. with her things. Very predictable in that sense. Um, and yeah, what else about you? 
She's um, a pastor's kid. So her dad's a Methodist pastor. And that comes out in the best ways ever. She loves her siblings. Oh, a really good fact about Mac is she's everybody's therapist. Her siblings therapist, her friends therapist. Like I often True. hear her on the phone just being like, mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> like she's always the therapist role in her friend's life. It's pretty cool. She's an Enneagram 8. I left that yes. out. She's... Um, very opinionated, very strong-willed. She has a <laughs> dominant presence in the room. But I will say all in a good way. She's just as strong. She is smart. She's a leader and very disciplined. And that's the best parts of her. So yeah, that's Mac wow. in a nutshell. Thanks for that introduction. You're wow. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Now that we have been properly reintroduced to the delight world, it's time to get into our questions. Okay. I'm yes. a little nervous because, you know, we both had to prepare questions and we weren't telling each other what the other person's questions were. So it's not that I'm nervous about answering your questions. It's more that I'm just really competitive and I'm afraid your questions are going to be better <laughs> than mine. <laughs> they might be. <laughs> Who knows? So we shall see. Okay, so I'm going to go first. Okay, uh-oh. I'm going to start with like my my um just like lighthearted personality-based type question. Okay, mm. so Ken's. Okay, ready. I want to know, the world wants to know. Mm-hmm. I'm nervous. If you didn't do Delight, yeah. what do you think you would uh, be doing? Oh my gosh. Are you really that nervous? Yeah. Okay. Because I don't know that I know. Well, okay. now's the time to think about it. Okay, now is the time. If I didn't do Delight... Honestly, I probably could like, I would like to say I would like have started another really cool entrepreneurial company because I like like that. My dad is started his own company that grew a lot and is he's just super awesome and successful now. So I want to be a lot like him in some ways. So I'm really into that. Like I'm always thinking of new ideas, always trying to help my friends out with their ideas. True. true. I love to just work like I'm a hard worker. Like Mm -hmm. I could work all the time. Just I just love it. It's not like I'm a workaholic. I just like literally loved to like be in front of my computer at a coffee shop and like challenge myself and thinking of things and whatever. But I will say what I actually think I'd be doing is I'd be working in a church. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think That's I so like true. literally you, would. I think I would. Cause you were a Christian leadership major in college yeah. and you yeah. interned. I at interned churches. at churches and I go to a church now that I'm pretty involved in. And I don't know, I could just see myself shining in that sort of atmosphere. I would like to say I'd be more like entrepreneurial. Maybe I'd have something on the side, but really I think I would just be like on hospitality team, like overseeing <laughs> the people coming I love and growing that. the church. You would be great at that. You would be awesome at that. I don't know. That. Who really knows? I heard you say that. something one time about what you would like to do in your spare time, but... Um, oh, what what did I say? <laughs> You said that you really would like to try your hand one time at bartending, which, you know, doesn't sound like super delight or like churchy or PG, but I think you want to do it for the best reasons that you just really like the art of making drinks. I will say I do. Yes, I do. Get some egg white in there, get a little spices. Like I love like that and I love like baking cookies I feel like they kind of like in some ways go hand in hand yes so yes yes I so wouldn't maybe ever on the side. actually be one no no because no. come on I, I wouldn't yeah, be would one, it make sense but, for you you know that would also, be kind of fun honestly a bartender is almost like a therapist you know people really talk about their problems it's and true. so I think you'd be really great at that actually That's too true. and also like it'd be like really classy low-key bar not like Honky tonk. Not gonna honky tonk. What do they call it? Acme, downtown Nashville. What's the other place that's very popular though? Oh, Florida Georgia Line. Like the place that's everywhere. Tootsies. Tootsies. (laughs) Definitely. Okay. Not. All right. Okay. So Mac, my first question for you is if anybody knows Mac, she is she has like seven best friends that she hangs around like all the time and those are like her people Uh like she really values you really value like investing and hanging out with a tight-knit community so I my question for you is like why do you value this 
these sorts of friendships. I thought you were going to make me pick one friend and like declare them as the ultimate best friend. That, that would have like, been me. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why do I value community like that? Like yeah. really tight knit relationships? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it probably goes back to a little bit of my childhood. I grew up, my dad's a pastor. You said that already. And we moved around a lot. Like we moved every three or four years. And so I was always used to being the new kid. And when you're the new kid, you are never going to have that like liberty of like knowing everybody since childhood. And you're like kind of halfway friends with everybody. Like you kind of just have to find a friend and like go deep with them because you're never going to be able to go deep with everybody. So every time I would move, I was just always finding like my person, like that really awesome best friend and like going deep with them and then just kind of like floating on the outskirts of the crowd. I felt like that's always how I was like growing up. And so I think that that just became kind of my personality. It's like what I like, what I'm comfortable with. Like, I don't want to just stay on the surface with a lot of people. I like to go really deep. Like, I really like to be other people's person. Like, I like to be the one that they want to call for advice, that they want to call for, like, their hard moments. Um, It really, I think that makes me feel the most loved in a relationship. Um, And so I really, really value that. I think it's really cool to... um, I love being able to be the person who gets to show up in the hardest moments. And so, yeah, that's like I do. I have kind of like my seven best friends <laughs> and they're all like I feel like every best friend serves like a little bit of a different purpose in my life. And it's been really cool and the different seasons and things like that. But yeah, I uh, I need to probably cool it on on the, the best friend list maybe a little bit. <laughs> no, I love it. I think it's something really good. And I think more people need to to see their relationships like that. Like, I don't know, maybe it's something from like growing up, everybody wants to be like the most popular and Mm -hmm. being the most popular means, you know, the most people and you have like a million friends, a million best friends and everybody loves you. But as you get older, what really matters are the friendships that are, um, have depth and that you see like every single week and are invested in your life. And like, it's not about a popularity contest Mm -hmm. or, how many people you can be best friends with. Um, It's way more about the depth. Yeah, and I think I've always been kind of good at setting boundaries in friendships with the sense of like, I can tell if if I'm going to be the right friend for somebody or if I'm not. And if Mm -hmm. I'm not, like, of course, I want to be like your friend and like hang out and say, hey, what's up? But I also feel like I've never really been the type of person who like wastes time on friendships that I know aren't going to be super fruitful or meaningful in my life. And so I've really seen that the friendships that really stay long-term are the friendships that really have purpose and meaning to them. So yeah, that's good. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Next question. Ken's, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Ken's, is it serious or funny? Um, neither one of mine are like super serious, but they're just good questions that I think the people are going to be interested to know. Ready. Okay, Ken's. I want to know. I just feel like you can get really passionate about this. I want to know who is your favorite pastor or Christian teacher Ooh. and why do you love them so much? <laughs> you know I love I know. This. We have talked about this. But, We've talked about it. But, but I love to hear you say it again. We can always talk about it always. again. <laughs> Ken's is a disciple of. <laughs> no. Jesus first. Jesus first, but second. second Francis Chan. Francis Chan. <laughs> All right, guys. So this is a Tell big deal. The story. This is a big deal. Yeah. So I um, I grew up in like a Christian household kind of with quote with uh-huh. air quotes on that yeah okay. um I went to Christian schools and went to church here and there but didn't know the Lord didn't fall in love with him until my junior year of high school one of my friends invited me to church with her which was Francis Chan's church back when he did was he that a mega church be a pastor it wasn't even a mega church actually it was pretty small okay yeah um but anyways he was a pastor there and it was the first time I was just introduced to faith in a really radical way like mm-hmm. he was like it's all or nothing you got to give this all you got and it was so inspiring and so cool for me to be around um even as somebody who was like living this like half in half out Christian type lifestyle I think we often are like fearful to be like hey you got to be all in or all out because we Mm -hmm. feel like to challenge those people in that way is going to like scare them away but I actually think that's not true like if you say 
to a lukewarm Christian, you got to be all in or all out. A lot of times they're like, gosh, I got to be all in. Like, yeah. And they're like really convicted and ready and willing. And so, so true. Yeah, I don't know. I um, was so inspired to just give my whole life to Jesus. I was like on fire. He's like the kind of guy that just like says it how it is. Like it's just super spirit led too. And ever since then, I don't really know sitting in those pews that I really understood how much he followed Jesus and how radical he was because I just didn't know the full thing yet. Mm -hmm. But now as you know, I've walked with Jesus for a while now. I look at Francis Chan and I am like, you are, he's just so radical and I want to live more radically. We, I mean, he, gosh, there's so many cool things he does, you guys. (laughs) The amount of times Ken's comes in the office and she's just like, did you hear what Francis Chan is doing Let me just tell you, he doesn't have any social media, which I just think is cool. He doesn't care. In his sermons lately, isn't he just like reading the Bible now? He basically just reads the Bible because he doesn't, his words, as he says, mean nothing. Just scripture means the world. I mean, that's so cool. He's so humble. Like, I don't know. I just look at it. I'm like, you are like living it. You've just like given your faith everything. And it's just so inspiring. If you have a chance, listen to a Francis Chan podcast. You'll barely be able to follow him. He actually started a podcast about that walked you through every book of the Bible. And he stopped doing that because he felt like we weren't reading the Bible ourselves and he was just feeding it to us, which is so true, but also like so radical. Like, yeah, he he stopped doing his own podcast. Like, that's just pretty cool. So anyways, um, go follow him. You can find money. YouTube. <laughs> I know. I know. What's your favorite Francis Chan sermon of all time? Would you know the name oh, or like shoot. the topic that we could YouTube it? No, I don't think I know. I don't know off the top okay, of my Okay, put head. it on your homework list and I we'll will. share it in a later episode. Okay, yeah, we will. But anyways, look at Francis Chan. I just love him because he's so radical and I want to be more radical in my faith. Yes. It's hard. Okay, Mac, my next question for you is, okay, I just really admire the way that you get passionate about scripture. Like (laughs) you aren't just like a church going, I'm a Christian and I talk about Christianese things, but you're like, I want to talk about scripture. I want to read the Bible. I want to know more about that. And you just dive all in. You love commentary. You are kind of a nerd in that sense. Mm-hmm. Hence, valid Victorian. <laughs> valid Victorian. <laughs> Whatever it is. So anyways, what gets you so excited about reading scripture? And yeah, what gets you so excited about reading scripture? <laughs> Great question. I wow. want to learn from you. Yeah, it's honestly been a way more recent thing. It's not something that I grew up like loving reading the Bible or anything like that. Honestly, I just never, never really understood it. I was kind of like, you read the Bible and I'm like, cool. (laughs) That's all I got from it. You know, it took it very much at surface level. And it's funny, my dad's a pastor. So I grew up watching, having a dad who was always studying always studying. And I honestly never really knew what he was studying. I always just saw it, but never thought much more about it. Um, But within the last couple of years, as I felt more of our kind of like delight responsibilities grow, as we've been writing more curriculum and as I've been speaking more and all these different things, I've kind of been like, gosh, I can't just like halfway do this. Like if I'm going to do this, I want to steward it to the best of my abilities. And so um, I think I started with uh, just a a Bible that has like the commentary at the bottom. Started with that and was like, oh my gosh, this like so helps as I'm reading scripture. This gives me so much more. And then I discovered some awesome commentaries online, the Enduring Word commentary. I mean, next time you open your Bible, just pull up the Google enduring word commentary and like read along as you read the scripture and like your mind will be blown you'll learn so much more and I think I just realized that like there is scripture but then once you start reading between the lines once you start applying context once you start understanding what was truly happening the story comes to life in such a new way Mm. and it makes it so much more meaningful Mm. and I see so much more of God when I like really dig into scripture than Mm -hmm. rather just like staying on the surface with it. And it's so funny, like verses that I've known my whole entire life that I thought meant one thing, now knowing them in context means so much more. And it's really cool. I've always been this way that like English class was always my favorite class. Like, you know, when you have to like write papers on the great Gatsby or catcher Uh in the rye and like 
pull out the the um, the meaning behind things. And so, you know, now I'm just getting to apply that to my faith in a really cool way. And yeah, I'm I'm trying to figure out what commentary I want to buy so I can have like 30 books in the delight office. You know, it makes us look cool. Yeah, we'll just have our biblical commentaries. (laughs) No, but on a real note, it really has inspired me too. We've had opportunity of course to write a lot of curriculum together and we go deep into pieces of scripture and I guess because of delight it has given me the opportunity to kind of like experience this sort of studying yeah and I've I love it too now like and it's not something that would have come naturally and so just to encourage anybody out there who's like I'm intimidated by the Bible I don't like that like I'm like the least school girl ever like never did homework ever like don't like reading and I've learned to love it too so I just want to encourage everybody out there like when you're reading a Bible it's cool to like get out like a notebook, a pen, a notebook, get your computer out, get your Bible out, like Google commentary, like really get into it. It becomes more fun. Take it little bits at a time too. You know, and it's really not that hard. It's not that hard. I love that you say it like that because I think about it like this, like, you know, when you watch The Bachelor and you're like, find your favorite person or whatever on The Bachelor, you're like, oh, I love Peter from The Bachelor or whatever. And then of course, the first thing you want to do is go research Peter. You want to know like, Find his Instagram, know all of his backstory, like who was his last girlfriend, all this stuff. Because then when you watch Peter on the show, you have so much more like insight of understanding who he is. And I look at scripture the same way. I'm like, I read a story and I'm like, there's so much backstory that I need to know for me able to fully understand this and like squeeze as much as I can out of it. And so, yeah. And it's just as simple as like, Googling commentary. Commentary, yeah. You'll find it. The enduring word commentary is the best place to start. It's really easy to understand. So that's good. Cool. I love it. Yay. Is it my turn? It's your turn. Okay. No, you just asked me that. It's my turn. Okay, cool. Sorry. I was just staring at you like, (laughs) (laughs) what do we do? Okay, Ken's, this is kind of going to yield a story. Um, But I really just thought this was really cool. Speaking of radical, speaking of Francis Chan. I want to know what's one crazy thing that you felt the Lord calling you to do this summer that you actually did. Cause you know, a lot of times we hear like God calling us little mm. nudges or whispers and we ignore them. And I want you to tell us about a time that you heard him this summer and you listened. Ooh, great question. I am excited to share. Um, yes. Okay. One cool moment Um, I was, I, I recently got out of a relationship and was like, I need to go visit my parents. Just like, you know, sit with my parents because this is not the story I thought you're going to share, but okay. Yeah, it is. We're leading there. So anyways, I was driving there. It's an eight hour drive there to visit them. I was driving back and just had like so much time with Jesus. I was alone in the car for eight hours and I was just soaking it all in truly. Like I really was like listening to the Lord, talking to the Lord, listening Mm -hmm. to music. And, um, yeah, I was in the car ride. I heard the Lord like mention (laughs) like something about staples. So like staples, like staples in a stapler or like no, Staples the like the, the home, you know, where you go back to school store. Okay, the store. <laughs> Staples. So, which is like absolutely so random. Like, and I'm not normally like thinking about like random things home like Depot. that. Yeah, so. You know. I was like, Big okay, Staples, cool. And then, I don't know, I was just like, kept, I was just like in a really good spiritual place though, really connected with the Holy Spirit. I know I say that because there's times in our life, I think where we're rushing around and like we feel a little disconnected where we wouldn't be able to hear such specific things from God. Mm -hmm. But because I was in such a headspace place, like to like hear from him, when I heard the word staples, I was like, okay, I feel like this is like from the Lord because I was living in such a place where I was listening and following him. Yeah. Um, And so anyways, I was like, okay, I think that's like, that's cool. I don't know. I'll pray into it. So I kind of forgot about it. I woke up in the morning and was having my like um, regular like quiet time with him and um, thought about 
staples again. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. staples, what do I need from there? I probably need something from there. Anyways, then it was my birthday too. So I was like, well, anyways, I'm going to go to Vui's Kitchen, which is my favorite restaurant in Nashville. And it was like right next to Staples. So I was like, okay. Just well, stop into Staples. I'll just stop into Staples because maybe I'll need something. Came by the office. I was like, anybody need anything from Staples? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Please so, tell me you guys need something <laughs> from Staples. <laughs> I go into Staples with nobody needed anything, no. but I decided to go anyways, go into Staples. And I was like, okay, well, Lord, I was like really talking to him, really praying with him. And I kind of like pictured like maybe where somebody would be standing. This sounds really crazy, but I love it. it I was, think it's It awesome. was really crazy. So I walk up, this girl's standing there and I'm like looking at the aisle. Like I'm like so nervous to go talk to this girl. I don't even know what's going to come out of my mouth. I'm like looking at this, whatever I was looking at, I have no idea for like five minutes going back and forth, stalking her in Staples. And then was finally went up to her and I was just like, hi, can I pray for you? And we went on for like a few minutes and she like really needed prayer. She actually wasn't a believer, which was really crazy Mm -hmm. cool. And I asked her about that. She had been like kind of burned by the church and um, was not following the Lord. And yeah, I mean, I could go on about this story, but basically got to pray for her. And she like really needed prayer of a specific thing in her life. And I don't know, it was just a cool moment of like really stepping out in faith. And I don't normally, I will say I like definitely like talk to the Lord and hear from the Holy Spirit. But Mm -hmm. I, that was a really specific, specific big moment for me and yeah. to like actually take action was really big deal I mean it was so scary but I did it anyways and I'm proud I did because I think the first time I was starting to practice something like yeah that. yeah so. it's been cool because you've been saying for months now how you feel God calling you to just like talk to strangers more and just really share about your faith and yeah. I loved it because you came back and you told you told us the story and it was so funny first of all because you were like oh I, I could have done better. Like I messed up in these ways, but yeah. also like, wow, how cool that you stepped out in faith and like you learned and it's like an, an almost like a muscle you have to exercise. And for sure you started that. And my favorite part about this is what did you buy? <laughs> you definitely bought pens. something. I bought pens. I bought pens just because I was you like, I got like to get something. Even weirder, she was like right in front of me in line at the checkout thing. And I was like, that's ah, awkward. I love you. <laughs> like friends now. Yeah. But yeah, I really uh, want to encourage everybody listening to to like step out in their prayers. Like actually ask God from, it sounds really weird. And I promise like this, these weird things don't typically happen, but they do. And like yeah. there's opportunity around us every single day to pray for people and Mm -hmm. to think beyond ourselves. And so it just takes stepping out in faith and action and who cares if you're embarrassed doesn't matter. So yeah, that's That's my whole little thing. Hopefully there's a lot more stories to come this summer and we'll share them later on the podcast. Maybe a new segment. (laughs) Yes. New segment of scary (laughs) prayers. I don't know. Okay. We'll come up with a name. You've already mentioned this a lot. So you've got to get a little creative here. I didn't know you're going to mention it so many times, but my third question for you is when does being a pastor's kid come out more most often? Oh, wow. Good question. When does being a pastor's kid come out most often? You know, I think there are a lot of different versions of pastor's kids. And honestly, the stereotypes are kind of true. You know, there's like the like crazy pastor's kids who are like rebellious and, Mm. you know, do crazy stuff. And Mm. then there's kind of like the like angel pastor kids who are kind of like prudes and just like boring. And, you know, yeah, honestly, that was the boring. I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, I probably lean more towards the boring side. Um, But Gosh, when does it come out most? I think that growing up, I never thought I would do ministry. I literally thought I was going to be a country singer. And um, so I never thought I was going to do ministry at all in the slightest. And um, I went through all of high school being halfway into my faith, but like more doing it because I really love my parents and I wanted to, to please them and impress them. And then I think that when I got to college, obviously delight happened and all this stuff. And then here I am later in life and I am my dad basically reincarnated. I'm like him through and through. Like we're like the same person, honestly, in so many ways. And so I think it's so funny because now my mom always laughs at us because whenever my dad and I get together, she's like, oh gosh, here they go talking about church. And she like goes off and watches like Keeping Up with the Kardashians because my mom is like way cool and just not, she's like, she's like, like stay on the surface more. 
she's amazing, but she's like, <laughs> I love her honesty. She's like, I'd rather watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. So um, that's my parents, which are, they're hilarious. But my dad and I are seriously like the same person. We both just have the same heartbeat and everything. And so I think it comes out most in that way that, mm-hmm. but it took a long time for that to come out. It wasn't like I was like a little pastor in high school or anything like that. So yeah. I don't know if that answers your question. No, that was good. I love the background story. They need to hear a little bit about you. But I also thought you were going to maybe talk about like how you can turn it on, you know? Oh, okay. That is so true. I am a pro with old people. Put me in a room of old people and they will love me. Let me tell you, like, I can pretend like I know your whole backstory and I have no idea who you are. I'm like, how are the kids? Oh my gosh. Oh, yes. You, oh, you told me that. Oh, how's that going? You know, I'm just like a charmer, (laughs) especially if you're over the age of 60. And that's, um, that's because we always had random people over at my house for dinner and I had to pretend like I was really interested in their lives when in reality, I really wasn't. Uh, yeah. So it's kind of deceiving and manipulative a little bit, but also it comes in handy sometimes. So yes. that's good. No, it helps me. Sorry I didn't answer that question no, the right way the first time. No, that was great. They needed to hear a little bit of your background story. So anyways, well, that's a lot about us. Yeah. Well, but hopefully they heard a little bit about our heart and what God's doing, what's God doing in our heart. And it's really cool. I feel like a lot of this kind of laid the foundation for some things we're going to talk about later on in the podcast. I'm season. really excited about the things we're about to talk about. Me too. And I think we should give them a sneak peek for next week's episode. Yes. We next should. week's episode is for the girl who wants to be a better friend. Yes. How to step into kingdom friendships. We're going to be talking all about our friendship, all of the things that God has been doing and teaching us over the last eight years. I'm really, really pumped about this episode. We have a lot to say about it. A lot that's going to be challenging. A lot that's going to give you actual, like tangible ways to think less of yourself and more about other people. Yeah. Yep. To not compare yourself. So many good things. Yeah. This is one of those topics that I have just felt like God has been like, just over and over again, speaking Mm -hmm. into my ear that like, we've got to start talking about this and not because we're really awesome at it, honestly, because we've really failed at it. (laughs) So we want to just kind of share a lot about that. And so I'm pumped about next week's episode and all the episodes to come. I hope you guys all have an awesome week. Thank you for listening to this. Messing up. We love mess ups. All right, guys. See you next week. OMG, we are already back in school. How did that happen so quickly? I don't know. It's crazy. Have you made your staples run yet? For sure. All my pink folders and cute pens. <laughs> Speaking of back to school supplies, have you seen the new Delight merch? So good. Oh my the goodness. Pink. I have been living in that new gray sweatshirt. I mean, I put it on religiously. It's so comfy. Oversized sweatshirts are just the best. Everybody needs about 10 in their life. Seriously, if you haven't picked up your Delight merch for the semester yet, head to our website right now delightministries.com and use the code for the girl for 10% off your next order more importantly now that you're back at school you have to know about delight chapters that's the main thing we do here at delight is we have communities of women that meet on a weekly basis and there might be a chapter at your campus so look on our website you'll be able to find all the chapters there and yeah I hope you join one you should have like yesterday it's the best thing ever it's going to change your life seriously amazing community and if you don't have a delight chapter on your campus we'd love for you to consider bringing delight to your campus you can head to our website for more details on how to start a delight that would be the dream happy back to school everybody study hard